Gate 14 podcast, the gang is back together. The Cali boy, the Cali Cushman, Jeremy Roach is here. JR, what's up, brother? How are we doing? How's the Cali life living you? Get, maybe give the listeners a little bit of uh, a little bit of a background. Like what's what's like some different culture changes you've noticed there? Like just some things like give the talk to the people. Well, the weather has been uh, fucking terrible. It's probably been better weather. Uh, apparently, there's a thing. It's called May Gray. And it's just gray all of May. So, <laughs> I think I've maybe seen the sun twice. But, um, no, Cali weather is good. I'm getting used to it. I mean, Cali life. I'm getting used to it. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's not like once you get used to it, it's like it doesn't feel that different. You know? Like, when you go on a trip somewhere, it's it's gonna feel like so different because you're doing all like the crazy things in the city. But like, I mean, once you get used to it, I mean, it's pretty sick. But uh, there's a lot to uh, yet to explore. There's a lot. Has, really has cool single wait, wait wait has single Jr. topped in yet? Are oh you? Oh my are god! You on no, the we market? need to we need to talk about something. <laughs> Jr. I, hasn't been here for yet. Oh no, um, I'm still no, I'm still wait 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 what what, what? Avery. Jeremy Roach and Chris Roach. Pa- oh, you were. Did we talk about the Padres experience? I don't know what you're. What are you talking about? Jerry threw up all over the floor when he went out with Chris in San Diego. Yeah, I think I think we talked about that, didn't we? When no I was- chance. We did not talk about that. You you puked at a Padres game. No, no, no. I puked at after the game in the hotel room on the floor. It, it, look, the <laughs> night got away from me. Uh, we were having like you told us about the district that you loved, and Chris, yeah, okay. So you gotta so, tell us about Chris trying to go to Mexico. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess I well, we had to go quick, so I'll just break it down. We were at the. Uh, I kept saying the name wrong like a million times to Chris. He was getting so it was gas lamp. I don't know some area in San Diego, and we're like, let's bar hop. You know, but we're not looking for a crazy vibe. So we're having like this random like gin drink. And then we're having espresso martinis. And then we're having beer. And then we're having vodka soda. And we're like loaded. Chris and I just walking down the street. And these two guys are like, let's go to Mexico. And I'm like, what? And Chris is like, let's go. I got my passport. Let's do it. And Chris was like fully in. Like he would have went. I was like, I don't have my passport. I'm also like not allowed to go international without approval of my visa. So uh, we don't go. I was just like, holy fuck, Chris. There's no way we should have went. And they followed me on Instagram. I looked in the next morning. These guys were like 35 years old, just trying to bring us to Mexico. <laughs> but they, you told me that they said they want to go to Mexico because the bars are open later there. Yeah, and the girls. They said the girls will do whatever you want to them. I was like, whoa, that's aggressive. <laughs> And then I woke up in the middle of the night and I just like started yakking. Chris like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm puking. So I went to washroom, finished it out. And then that was it. So wait, what does this have to do with girls? What, how, how did no, that? No, no, it doesn't. That didn't. No, that... girls, though, in L.A., I mean, uh, I haven't really got my feet well, wet. You're, I mean, you're, 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 ri- you're rich. I mean, so it should be easy for you. I mean, I'm surprised I mean, you're not the fucking hype house, content whoa, house, whoa, whoa, doing whoa, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. the Corvette, Corvette fucking shit. Dude, <laughs> I feel like, and maybe you could back me up on this, like, the 
the dating apps there, it's just full of these rich, unbelievably good-looking white girls. Is that what it is? Or have you uh, not tapped into that yet? No, I've I've tapped into it. I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's that. I think the imp- there's definitely a lot of good-looking girls here, but like the thing about Cali is that they're like kind of stuck up a little bit. Yeah, like that's like you, you, you need you need a uh, like a, a southern <laughs> little Tennessee girl, you know, like a, <laughs> yeah, a someone who moved to LA, like, you know, sweet tea type of girl. You 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 went to the wrong place for love, brother. I, I wouldn't <laughs> last a day there. That's like maybe I would because like I'm kind of SEC bougie. girls though, Johnny, who are like the hottest girls in the world, and they just have the most rat shit looking boyfriends every time. Those that's yeah, I feel like you. that oh. is the thing in LA that like really good looking girls have subpar looking boys. No, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel no, like really? the opposite no. too, Jay. I think it, 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 it is the, I'm telling you Cali. it's the opposite. In Nebraska and in like all these small little towns, the hottest girl, like the best looking no. girls are usually no. with the most disgusting looking dudes of that all time. That makes no sense that, though. Eve. That makes no sense. No, it, it, it does make sense. There's not Avery a lot of options, it. man. Not a lot of options. But there's a lot Avery more. lived it. Yeah, but there's a lot more. I would say in a smaller town. Actually, I don't even. I don't even have. What if Jr. just up. pulls Alex Earl? <laughs> he just pulls. Out. They're both that influencers. Would be, that would be so funny. Jr. announces he's dating Alex <laughs> Earl. <laughs> the gay fourteen host is dating Alex Earl. But yeah, Avery, how are you doing, man? How are uh, how are you doing? I mean, yesterday for the listeners that don't know, I went to go watch Avery, the team that Avery coaches, and his team got no hit. Um, and apparently I'm the most, but this is the second time it's happened to his team. So I'd love to tap into that because that is just, uh, it's bananas. I don't know how you get no I mean, hit twice. I scored a million runs as soon as Johnny left it. Wait, did you guys get no hit or no? Um, no, they got no hit. Say almost a hundred percent positive. We got no hit. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think we lost seven, three again though. So, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the craziest part. And honestly, the more impressive part of, is not the no hit part. It's scoring three runs while being no hit. It's I think be, that's the more back to back weekends. Just I think high we velo, lost. high velo, lots of walks or what? Um, it's errors. There was so many goddamn errors when I was there. Yeah, no, it, really? there's a lot of errors in general. It's, yeah, it's it. I I used to run that league. No, you look did. at we, this. Look at so Johnny fucking comes down. Mid game is like no, went down to the dugout. Sorry, not mid game, not mid game. After game one, yeah, before game two, he walks on the field. So the guy, um, who the head coach of the team, Johnny knows well too. Connor Johnny, Ma. Johnny comes on the field and goes, "I used to fucking run this league." That's what he <laughs> I said. did. <laughs> I was no. Dude, and then Moro, you, I was. And then Moro looks at him. He's like, "No, no, you fucking didn't. Like, absolutely not." I did. I'm telling you, man. Sixteen, you, I was that motherfucker. And if anyone wants, if anyone Johnny's teams were cat shit. No, dude, you, you are to, so you delusional. I'm telling up. you, you I to used to run the league. I used to run the league. They used to pinch around me. No, I was sixteen, you, up. but I was seventeen years old, and no. they used to pitch around me. Because no, I used to be launch true. baseballs in the, at Lester B. Pearson Field in Guelph. Or I, don't even well, know I mean, that it. park's made for ants. Yeah, that park's 300. That's fine. Whatever. I used to launch there. I'm telling you, dude. I was a no, freak. I won't. Anyone who... You got to get back on the field. You have to suit up for at least one game Like this a year, mic'd so up IBL it. game, Johnny D <laughs> would go nuts. <laughs> they would treat me like I'm a Make-A-Wish kid. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> are. Be like, oh, that's they the would announce your name. Who's yeah. asked. 
it'd be like yeah. a savannah bananas fucking celebrity yeah appearance. no that would that would be that would do numbies that would definitely do numbies <laughs> yeah we should try and get you on uh savannah bananas you think we can reach i'm out, out on them have i have i said that take on this podcast no. i hate the savannah bananas okay, I, I i don't so know what, what it is I'm willing to die on the hill. I hate the Savannah Bananas. I think what they're doing is just like it's a good avenue to be on. Call me a cranky old man. I'm out on the Savannah Bananas. But it's just like the Harlem be. Globetrotters. There's like a place for it. The Harlem Globetrotters, like, listen, maybe it's just my quite TikTok literally the exact like same they're thing. shaking their dicks like they're fucking Bryce Hall on a baseball field. I can't do it. I'm out on the Savannah Bananas. I think it's so just what people a clown didn't know show. is that they were. You would do oh. the Corvette Corvette on the field. <laughs> yeah, I if, if it results in a Jays World Series, I 100% would. The Savannah Bananas were a college summer team, too. And they sucked. No. And I, I, I would have made that team. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, come on, again. Now, Johnny. <laughs> and... Do they still play in that league, Avery? No, they don't. I'm pretty no. sure they're just strictly... Well, that uh... team... I don't really understand who the these Savannah Bananas are because they used to play with in a loop with like the Macon Bacon... Mm-hmm. And that was the called summer league. My brother would play on the other side. He played for the Tri City Chili Peppers or something like just all time <laughs> names in this college summer league. And the Savannah Bananas were in the other side. But I don't know if they're still doing the summer stuff or they're just so into this yeah type style of baseball. Johnny's just a grumpy person. He was trying yeah, to tell Johnny, people how to so feel jealous. on Twitter. It's unbelievable how jealous I was not trying to tell people how to feel, dude. What are you talking about? This is Avery. I guess we can go into Jay's talk. Avery is a full heel. Avery's dumb brain cannot consume its own take. The only take that he has is the opposite of mine. That's (laughs) it. There is no take that Avery has. It's just the opposite of mine. Whatever I'm thinking, just know in the back of your mind, don't even have to look at Avery's Twitter. He's on the opposite side of mine. And I don't don't tweet those thoughts. I say them out loud to you. Yeah, on on stream. So, listen, obviously, Friday... The Jays won, and it was disgusting. Terrible base running. Pitchers were walking, guys. Couldn't hit with runners scoring position. So and so and so forth. And there's these uh, millions of tweets where it's like, the Jays played like shit. I agreed with it. I, I know the Jays played like shit. I was more defending the fact that, can you just put aside your analytics stuff for a second and just be like, holy shit, this baseball team won a game. Yeah, Can like, we just celebrate this team winning a game? They went two weeks. Like a like a the, nice tweet would have been, good teams find a way, even when they don't have their best stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not smart enough, and I was also a little bit drunk when I when I got in that Twitter <laughs> argument. I uh, fr- Fucked Up Fridays, by the way, we are undefeated on that. We're 6-0 and on Fucked Up Fridays, yeah. which is a crazy stat. But my point was this. Everyone is just all of a sudden, and maybe it's just because of my Twitter page is now infiltrated with Blue Jays Twitter guy, like all these analytic guys and everyone that can't really enjoy and just watching him at baseball. The entire timeline for me was, wow, that I don't even care if they win. This team fucking sucks. This team, this. Can we just enjoy a win? Like, I would have murdered someone for a win two weeks ago, like a week and a half ago when the Jays were getting swept by the Orioles, where they were getting dog walked. I would have murdered someone for a win and they finally get a win. Not good enough. You know what? You know what these guys are? These guys are that uh, father-in-law that you have that no matter what you do, this motherfucker's going to hate you. That this, this dude is going to hate. Hey, I got a, I got a raise. That's it. 90 K a year. That <laughs> that's it. We're, we're not in six figgies yet. Hey, I got your daughter pregnant. Oh, cool. Now her, now, uh, the kid's gonna have a deadbeat dad like that, this is what <laughs> this is what these people are 
There, it is impossible to make them out. The Jays could win a World Series, and they'll say, "Fuck, they won Game Six, ugly. They they did not deserve to win Game Six. That is what these people are. Yeah, it's just it's just the difference in ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have so many numbers available to you now, and they don't tend to go the right direction, it's easy to make those assumptions, and they're usually right when the numbers are saying, like the Kikuchi thing. It's like. Yeah, no shit. He's gonna suck at some point here. But just enjoy it. He's literally he's literally horrible. But <laughs> like let's like let's be excited for him when he pitches well and like do nice things for him. So it's it's always the difference. But you're right, it's it's how our feed has gone now and it's and I've good. muted I've muted a lot of them. I, I wouldn't have seen it. Uh, we got I got sent it a nothing, million and times. I'll say there's nothing wrong with those people. There is a place for him. Johnny's gonna be sick. When a Twitter person becomes the first MLB GM in ten years, and yeah, uh, it's maybe it's us. Maybe maybe we're in that avenue. I <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> but it is like I said. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's I, like, I really. It's how it was, uh, it's how like European soccer went when everyone they have GMs of like third league teams who are on Football Manager. How they on EA it Sports? Out. Yeah, playing like FIFA. Yeah, it it's it just it, it's 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 different. It is different. Yeah, but it is at, different. But as a as a charge it to the game podcast, not so much analytics. We're happy when they win, no matter what. Yeah, and I, I, listen, I I've been pretty decent with it. I haven't got in the mud with guys like that and all that stuff. I I have them muted. It just I got sent this tweet a million times, tagged in this tweet. Like it it, it just they people love poking Johnny and they love seeing Johnny fucking <laughs> mud boy get in the mud. Yeah. And that is my downfall. I love to please the people. That is my downfall. Are you going to apologize for? I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm really not. I, no, I'm. I love getting in the mud. Obviously, it was right. You might so. actually. You only apologized once before. Do you to remember who? what was it for? I think it was when that guy body bagged the shit out of you in your reply, and then you're like, "No, I did." Okay, the Brandon Nimmo situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But <laughs> looking Nemo. back on it now, I now who's laughing? We yeah. got Kevin Kiermaier, who's substantially better. So. Mm-hmm. Who's laughing now, asshole? I might have to go back to that, but I did apologize for that, and I do remember it. I was in an Anytime Fitness parking lot in British Columbia, and I was like, well, it's time to just tip my cap this time. There's no bouncing back <laughs> That's from the this. first time I've ever seen you. There's, yeah, cap. there's no bouncing back from this, folks. Uh, this is just tip my cap territory. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good weekend other than that. I mean, besides Lots that. Lots of Jays fans there. My sister was in the building. No did she way. Meet, did she meet yeah. BJD? Uh, that would have been funny. Hey, hey, <laughs> sis, did you meet Blue Jays' dad? <laughs> Jared, did you did see you the Blue Jays' dad two stuff? Guy with... I saw it, dude. What the... F- like, he was tweeting nonsense. Like, it was like... He was acting like he was a celebrity. Blue Jays' dad and family at Target Field? Yeah. That <laughs> hashtag was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so explain the Blue Jays' dad thing to people who don't know, Johnny. Okay, so... I, I don't know how our follow our listeners wouldn't know who this is, but it's a grown man who calls himself Blue Jays dad, and he refers to his kids as uh, alphabet uh, alphabet. What is it? Letters, letters with numbers. So he calls them like G one, D one, F one, R one, T one, and he's just a grown man that calls himself Blue Jays dad. That just spews absolute nonsense on the internet. Like he had this take the other day where someone was like, uh, "Nice air by Calvin Biggio." He said he's rusty. 
what the fuck? What does that even mean? It, he just, yeah, he just, this old man. He has an incredible amount of followers, too. He, he has. Does. But the thing is, though, he cheats with it because he has, he's following 15,000. So I couldn't even imagine yeah. what this guy's feed is. He's following yeah. 15,000, which makes you think he doesn't even look at his feed, which is kind of rock star shit. But he is following 15,000 to 70,000 followers, and he just spews random stuff. And I digress, actually. He's not old. He's just a, he's a, he's a father. Grandfather, he's actually. He's family. Yeah. Family. Congratulations, like Blue Jay's dad. Yeah, he's he, he. By the way, he just got an announced. He's gonna have a grandkid. So congratulations, Blue Jays, dad, on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to explain. And I genuinely, he was wearing. I just poke him and poke him, poke him. He was wearing a number five stole Charlie Montoyo's jersey, Blue Jays jersey that said Blue Jays dad on the back of it. And I don't know why I was shocked by it because he is the most obvious last name on the jersey guy yeah. Yeah. in the history of the of the world. And. Yeah. Maybe you guys, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Like, where are you guys at with people putting their last name on the jerseys? I think it's the dumbest thing ever. I loved it when I was a kid, and now it's just, it's just weird. weird. Like a grown man with like Samson or like just something random on the back of his, like on, like Matthews on the back of it. I, I don't, I, I think it's just a waste of money. It was personally. probably my favorite thing t- as a child would be putting my name on. on so you have, you have Shenye, you have a Shenye Blue Jays jersey. No, 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 not, not that. Um, I think I have a, a Raptors one. I was like eight years old. We need old. to auction that off. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was super young, but I loved it. I just thought it was so cool. I was like, you thought you, bro, maybe blood one, thinks he's maybe on the one team. day this will be for real. That's what I was thinking. Blood yeah, thinks, as a, blood as thinks a kid, he's on the you team. think it's cool. As a kid, you think it's cool. <laughs> I think you get past high school, can't do it. Legal. I think past the fourth grade. If my kid, <laughs> <laughs> I, but anyways, yeah, that's Blue Jay's dad. And anyway, so he was tweeting the entire weekend. Obviously, he's there and stuff like this. And he is doing hashtag Blue Jays dad and family at Target Field after every single tweet trying to get it trending. So I I was on the stream on Friday. I was like, fuck it. Let's just start tweeting this like all of our followers, our listeners. And a pretty decent amount of Twitter was actually tweeting it. And I think he went through it. Because like at like 3 a.m. or whatever the night after, he started liking my tweets with the hashtag Blue Jays dad and family at Target Field. Do you think he knows we're fucking with him? Or do you think he like is like, oh, those are my guys? No, he definitely. No chance have, he knows we're fucking with him. You guys have gone. No chance it. in hell. Because <laughs> I tweeted at him today. He Didn't did like a massive the thank you. tweet say? Yeah, he, he did like a, a massive thank you to all the Blue Jays fans. And I said, uh, no, thank you, Papa. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Blue Jays down at family. His you. family on Friday night. I didn't get to watch any of the other ones live. Was on the TV every half inning. It was wild. Like the camera was not off them. I feel like we may. I'm hoping we might have had a, like a part to do with him being on the TV screen. But I couldn't get enough Johnny of it. literally tweeted um, right before the end of an inning, "Where is Blue Jays dad?" Like <laughs> at Sportsnet and. Within five seconds, Blue Jays' dad and his whole family. <laughs> it was it was must-watch TV. I didn't even care about the game at that point. I just wanted the half inning to happen so I could see BJD. I was all in on it. It was all time, but I, yeah, it's just it's 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 so funny. He was like today. He was wearing like a Hawaiian dad shirt with the Blue Jays like just Blue Jays themed. He's <laughs> the best. He's I the think best. if you met him, he'd be a, gr- a good guy. I know he would. No, he would definitely be a good guy. I just hate his online presence. Yeah, I just think he has the worst takes ever. Yeah, no, like you definitely he's, he's drinking an IPA somewhere. Yeah, you, he's you getting have, like, no, no, he's having a uh, 
he's having like a a wine. Like he's drinking no, a wine at a case. Eh? No, he's drinking. Sorry, he's, he's drinking wine, a glass of wine. <laughs> he's he, having an IPA, and I think you'd have a great chat with him if, as long yeah. as you were super fucked up and he wasn't. Yeah, so I, much. yeah, I, I couldn't do it sober because, no. I, I, by the way, I was listening to his voice because he was on a, another podcast today. And it's the most high pitched voice. It's like everything is all just coming around. It's it's all time. So he was there. He stole the show this weekend. Saved the season. Um, and then let, let's go into the Friday. I mean, the Friday game, obviously. By the way, I want to bring this up. Why ha- we get banged up on stream? When when was the last time we got banged up in person? You're just too busy with this fucking coaching shit. When are we gonna go out and get after it with the boys? Great question. Needs to happen soon. I haven't had a good like really really fucked up in a long time alto we- invited me to this thing on saturday and yeah like you can call it's it, we'll, we'll figure it out it's in toronto it's like they're renting i got out. i got a buddy's birthday party i'm gonna be at the george saturday night sad, sadly yeah see avery big times me all the time but anyways oh, let's go God. this one <laughs> this one there was a whole instagram chat made for this one of my good good buddies so <laughs> all right all right that's fine so let's go into this let's go into the games here so uh friday full suit game i'll be honest with you I think I'm just gonna embrace the full suit. We have to go to a game in a full suit. We have to we have to do like some sort of subscriber goal. I because obviously the subscribers are going up and stuff like this, but giving them the in- initiative for something mm-hmm. would be all time. I think the full suit game would be electric, and I'm not just saying that because I look good in it. That's all. I'm not gonna say that. We're gonna leave that, but we're gonna leave that behind. I'm. I'll say. I don't think I own a suit. That's this. There's two types of men. You have weddings Eve coming up. What are you gonna wear? Um. I'm gonna have gate to get 14 gear. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, dude, weddings are the well, best. I I have I have weddings a good are the pal's best. mother who works in the suit business who I definitely need to have a chat with. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll hook it up for you. I'll hook it up for you. I'll hook it up for you. But uh this is off topic. Weddings fucking rule. I mean I love has tried to work his way into every wedding party he's ever yeah. No, I no 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 no. Do not do not do not do not. Well, I was in a group I don't want to be infiltrated. That, I do like the wedding party thing is fine. I like being just in the wedding. Like just you, at the wedding. Like at the wedding. At the back table. Yeah, no, I just like sitting at just wherever. Just let me get after it. For, for the food, all that type of stuff, the camaraderie. I've been to one wedding. I hadn't I mean, I feel like it had to have been a different group, maybe, but <laughs> there's I'm a crier. Do I come across the I cry? Abe was all... at a different group. Abe was with a different group. Yeah. Let's just say that we'll explain that off. Off. Okay. But, my Johnny. one wedding experience. I think we could have had a lot more fun, but there's just like no music after like eleven. You'll have o'clock. fun at a specific individual's wedding. Well, yeah, Bri- yeah. well, Bryson's. I think I don't know if Bryson's having a wedding, but he said you're my. You could be my date. So it, it, that <laughs> wedding would be an idiot zone. Yeah, I will well, say that that wedding will be absurd. But yeah, weddings rule. And uh, I do cry during the mother-son dance every time. It gets me. I don't know what it is. My what's buddy what's the song? It has to be the song. Well, yeah, okay. Here it is. So Nolan's wedding in Texas. Um, it was that song. It was like, what's going on, mama? Yeah. What's that song? By Morgan Wallen. I, probably um, I know the song, too. It, it made me tear up first time I heard it. Yeah. So he, they were playing that. And his mom obviously, like, battled cancer and got, like, obviously she's free of it now. And I was just bawling. And I was at the table with, like, Bryce and all the boys. And I was just, like, looking around, like, trying not to fucking have the guys see me just absolutely bawling my fucking eyes out. But, yeah, weddings rule. That's the moral story. Maybe I'll be yeah. a part of one someday. But uh, <laughs> let's go into this year. I mean, that Friday game, I know we chirped, the, like, the analytic guys. The Jays played like ass. <laughs> they, they played terrible that game. The base running. I, what is this base running that has happened to the Toronto Blue Jays? Matt and Chapman, it's weird. It's all the, it's all the old guys. 
Kiermaier and Springer on Friday. Like, Springer, what are you doing? Where, where are you going to go? The in, You know the infield is in. And, and and the chopper to the shortstop, and he is in no man's land. Yeah. And gets thrown. And then you have Vladdy. What the fuck was Vladdy doing there? Vladdy's well, rounding I, see, first. I, I, you use this word. I digress a little bit. I don't. Vladdy was doing the right thing if Springer did his job by staying in a rundown longer. Because when you get in the rundown, the next guy is just supposed to keep going. Yeah. And yeah. I think Springer gave kind of a piss poor effort trying to stay in the rundown to advance the runner. And Vladdy gets back picked. I don't think that should have been on him. I think it was kind of a, a shitty Springer effort, sadly. But that was the most like Toronto Blue Jays thing ever. So they get a leadoff double. Sacrifice fly by Bo, who, by the way, is just like the best hitter to ever grace this planet. Yeah. Um, tags to third. And then you get a Vladdy in again, Vladdy infield sing or a Vladdy chopper to shortstop, and and Springer gets thrown out at third, and then at first and in the innings over. And, that, and then it was just the, the world was crumbling on Twitter, right? I was a part of it as well. The world was crumbling on Twitter. I was punching a chair. Um, It's just insane. I don't know what is happening with this team. And even after a 2-1 series win this weekend, I still don't feel like, what what's going on here? I still just, I, I don't really feel as good as I should feel after a series win, right, Abe? Like, it just, it was still kind of sloppy baseball. Brios walked five guys today, obviously worked around it. But what a weird weekend this was. Yeah, no, it, you're definitely right. There's no brighter times ahead from this weekend. Like, hey, we're finally starting to play better ball. You play a good team this weekend, very good chance you're swept. A hundred percent. A hundred million percent. Like, I'm watching that Braves game tonight, and I'm seeing the Acuna. Obviously, Acuna is a hard comparison, I guess. But I'm seeing Acuna get on. Olsen nuke. Riley nuke. I'm just seeing all this, and I'm just like, I don't know how the Jays swept this team. Mm-hmm. I, like it just it does it didn't seem like after that series win this weekend that there was a light at the end of this tunnel where it was like oh okay now they're starting to break out there was no like skull fucking victory where it was just 10 to 10 to 1 10 to nothing just a, a hit fest this weekend it was just kind of they just squeaked through and got the win by I good think pitching what today. the big thing about the weekend is that they found a way to win and that's what you can take from it that's what played, you need to get back into it, you know? Played shitty, but at the end of the day, those guys, 99% chance, they're not going to look at their expected stats from this weekend. They're no. not going to look at how their velocity, launch angle, giving up, batting average on balls in play. They see two and one. You get back on the plane. You're going Have home. some beers. You're Have some beers. Happy. Play you're some cards. Happy. You got an off day t- tomorrow, maybe golf a little bit. Just take your mind off baseball. Um, but I, one thing that I do want to talk about from that Friday game, and I, I kind of touched on it earlier, Boba Shett's insane. So good. He, like, I just, there's just, there, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle, and I know it's way down the road, him not being a part of the Toronto Blue Jays. He is so fun to watch, and to make it even better, he has cleaned it up defensively a substantial margin. When was the last time he made an error? The Phillies game? Like three weeks ago? Four yeah. weeks ago? That was the last time he made an error. He has been absolutely lights out in the field. And to top it off, the dude is raking. He's hitting 335, Abe. Okay, so let me ask you this question. I know this isn't a good contract podcast. I'm no. Personally, I'm horrible at them. <laughs> Very bad. 
Has Bobachet played himself? Has Bobachet played himself into more money than Vladdy? Someone made a good point. Yeah. Someone made a good point. Um, on Twitter, it's Vladdy had that MVP year. Has other years been good? Sure. I mean, last year he had thirty-five nukes. I think at two eighty or two seventy-eight. Vladdy, Vladdy is Vladdy a three hundred and fifty million dollar player? Would you be more comfortable giving that to him or giving that to Bobachet? And that's a question that is going to be is going to have to be answered because you know there's a little bit of a dick measuring contest there. You know Bobachet's going to if he's going to look at his stats and be like, why why is Vladdy getting more than I am? And he's not going to want to sign here with that. He's going to want to send a message maybe. And his agent is going to want to send a message and be like, "I'm going to go somewhere else and get more than Vladdy," which he's someone else. Someone else is going to pay Bo a shit ton of money. Let's let's make that as clear as possible. So, I don't know. I think Bo Bichette is consistently. We're talking about a guy that led the league in hits back to back years. Is leading the league in hits this year. It's it's a hard it, it's a hard to disagree with the fact that Bo Bichette's worth more than Vladdy. And it's really hard to. He's currently playing a premium defensive position as well. Yeah. Yeah, flat, uh, yeah, he's shortstop too. That's a good point. Like, I think Bo has played himself. The thing is, though, do the Jays pick Bo over Vlad if they had to pick at this point? I would think, mate. Listen, I know it's obviously now we're, it's we're talking decision. about this when he's struggling, right? We're talking about this when Vladdy's struggling, yeah. so it's kind of hard. But I think just based off of the fact that how hard it is to find a shortstop that rakes like Boba Shett does, the Yankees have been trying to find a guy like that since Jeter left and they can't. It's Im- it, it's impossible to find a hard hitting, a, a shortstop like this. I don't know how you let a guy like Boba Shett, who is a cornerstone. You could build an entire team around. You let that guy like that walk or you let him go somewhere else or just explore other options. I don't know how you can do that. Right. Yeah. I, the The only thing that would worry me is, excuse me knowing that he's gonna move off shortstop at some point i think that would be reason for them to not get is he though if he keeps showing progression at shortstop i don't know how you move a guy but even second base though it's better than i think yeah we we let a second baseman walk and we're still oh don't get me started on that so maybe we're not looking for one we have wit but i think just playing the middle might be good enough um, Mm -hmm. instead of playing first base because yeah Kinda anyone can play first base. They not anyone can play it well, and Vladdy seems to play it pretty well. But Bobachet this season, forty third percentile sprint speed, forty first percentile outs above average, and thirty fifth percentile arm strength. That's not good. That the arm say, strength. Say he's thirty years old. Those are gonna get worse. They're they probably aren't getting better. Like a tr- yeah, I guess if in comparison to like a Trey Turner who is a lead at like elite speed, elite, all that stuff, and is older than Bo, and he got a shit ton of money. I feel like that's not going to matter, though, in discussions. Just looking at Trey Turner's contract, and Bo Bichette's going to be up at, like, what, 26, 27? Those are the prime years of a career. I don't know if Bo Bichette is going to take... 28. 28, sorry. Yeah, so I, I don't know if Bo Bichette's going to take less than that. Maybe, I don't know. I But I you know I damn well a team... You know damn well a team is gonna take is gonna offer him uh, just a ridiculous amount of money because that's a guy you build a team around. Like I just said, he does everything. He's obviously good at fielding. Now he launches, he hits balls the other way, he gets deep into counts. I don't know. Gun to my head, I'm picking Bo right now. Is that a crazy thing to say? I know Vladdy's struggling. It's hard to obviously judge it right now, but gun to my head, Bo Bichette's just his entire career compared to Vladdy's. 
I would have to pick Bo because Vladdy has kind of underperformed majority of his career besides that MVP season. And Bo Bichette has overperformed and been at the top of league leaders offensively for a lot of a, a long time. So it, it yeah, it, it's, it's, you're you're definitely right about that. It's there's guys like Nate Lowe putting up similar numbers to Vladdy, older yeah. guy, but you can find someone to hit. Like fucking look at Rowdy Telez, man, who can yeah. put up numbers kind of similar to that. So I think I would I want Vladdy a Blue Jay forever. I, I don't think Bo really cares about being a Blue Jay as much as Vladdy does, but that could just be because of what I've heard in the media, he seems like a subdued, quiet type of guy and doesn't like talking to the media that much. Um, but I think Vladdy really embraces being being here. So I think it would suck, but it would make more sense to give Bo with a huge money, in my opinion, right now, because you could find guys like Spencer Horowitz could come up and be like a decent He's guy. He's raking. Horny for Horowitz. Yeah, but I think it's easier for you to find a big bat who can play an okay defense and stick him at first base than someone big bat can play shortstop decently well, and you want him top of the order. Yeah, for sure. So that I mean, that's just the Boba Shut talk. It had to be, obviously. He's been it, so goddamn good, too. He is It's insane. those opposite field windmill swings that are just so ugly and just pumps his average up but you see that and i know like he just hits every pitch like that pitch he hit out on friday avery we were watching it on stream it was at his hands yeah and he launched it over the left field fence against like a decent pitcher too it's not he's not facing bums this weekend so yeah boba special i think the more impressive home run was the pablo lopez one yes he there's because the way you see boba swing you would think to game plan him, let's go hard in because it seems like he's late on everything and inside out of swing. You can't really get hurt that bad if he's going to shoot it the other way up and in and pulls the hands in left field fence. See, just insane, incredibly fast swing, great bad speed. He's a heck of a player, man. But I will say this, though, and I know there's been a ton of discourse. We got to stop with the people giving up on Vlad, though, like saying trade Vlad. Uh, he's Maybe a the bum. dumbest person on earth to trade him. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand like trade Vlad co- conversation. It's we're talking about a gold glove defensive fielder. Obviously, now he's playing really good defensively. He made a really good play today to save Barrios. Um, why are why are our fans like this? And I was looking back on Twitter, and we had people talking last year about trade Bo. Like, it's just the guy struggles for three weeks. An elite hitter, still. Obviously, Vladdy is still an elite hitter. He struggles for two, three weeks, and we have this discourse, trade trade Vlad. Let's see what we can get for Vlad. Shut the fuck up. This is why we can't have anything nice here. You finally have two cornerstone pieces in Vladdy and Bo, and every season when they're struggling for a month, you want them gone. Trade them. Trade them. It's insane. I don't understand why this is just the discourse now when a guy struggles for three weeks. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. If they can find a way, keep them both. That is oh my God. that is what we we want here. We don't. There's no yeah. reason that we want one over the other. Um, I think it's and it sucks that we think that they're gonna have to make that choice. I really hope they don't make that choice and we yeah. can have them both. Imagine them both signing the contracts together on the podium. Oh my God, that would be chills. And it, <laughs> yeah, the World Series <laughs> like the uh, Ryan Suter Zach Parise matching contracts. Yeah, that would fucking rule. But going back to that game on um, 
Friday. Obviously, Kevin Gossman's incredible. Worked around, didn't have his best stuff. Five walks, only gives up one earned run. And we got to talk about this bullpen. I mean, Eric Swanson comes in, goes one inning, punches out two guys, works around two walks. Tim Meza, this guy, I'm not really tapped into the ERA plus stuff and all that type of shit. His ERA plus is like 435, 440. (laughs) That has to be insane, right? What's the average, Avery? 100? Yes. That is ridiculous. That just means he has a really good ERA, which you can see by ERA. Okay. Yeah. His ERA is 0.96. I don't know why they use ERA plus and ERA side by side each other. Because it's just like a high number. It's like the fans look at it and they're like, whoa, 450. You can see his ERA is almost under one. Yeah, that's real. We know that's really good. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think maybe maybe another stat in there instead would be better K but... percentage i don't know but uh another it thing it's nice to have some a little more advanced stats make their way to the broadcast because they're going to become very mainstream very soon as you've seen but tim mazes he's good man and they someone brought up the uh the tweet that i randomly made about drinking when tim mazes came into the game for the wild that card was about game. the wild card game i guess no, but it. it just whatever i i don't care it was that fucking clown well, I'm not even going to mention his name, but um, another thing that we got to talk about is JR's guy. Nasty Nate Pearson, the eighth inning boy. Are you kidding me? He looked incredible. The dude is pumping 99 to 100 in high leverage in a close game and just shutting the door. I mean, Nate Pearson's ERA is 193 right now with a one whip. This is a guy who was known for walking a lot of guys. His whip's one, right? This bullpen starting to shape up. I mean, you got Swanson now. Trevor Richards, the Silver Fox, all of a sudden is the best reliever of all time. Today, the changeup has like a 143 opponent average. Wild. Tim Meza, Swanson, Romano, Pearson. This is shaping up now to be like start. They're starting to figure it out. And like you said about winning these games, the weasel ways, the dirty ways, it all goes back to the bullpen doing what they're supposed to do and shutting the door down. Right? I mean, Nate Pearson looked insane on Friday, Avery. He is so good when he's carving. Yeah, the one walk. Some of the misses are just incredibly big misses too, which <laughs> which kind of sucks. It's like, okay, Nate, let's let's reel it in here a little bit. But no, only twenty pitches to get through the inning. It's not not a few, but uh, I I was interested to see how he was going to pitch. Did the moment was the moment going to get too big for Nate Pearson at that time, and it didn't. So I'm I'm happy that happened for him. Was did he go again today or no? Yes, he went. Uh, no, he didn't go today. Sorry, he didn't go today. Swan. It went. Uh, Richard Swanee Romano, the three, the big three, <laughs> the big, big three. three. But uh, the, and let's go on the Saturday game. Now, Saturday game was so frustrating because the Jays scored seven and lost, and did that little make believe ninth inning comeback they always do when they just they score a thousand runs in the ninth inning and then strike out with the bases loaded, looking like Brandon Belt did. Um, Chris Bassett was dog shit on Saturday. Let's look at his stat line. Four innings pitched, nine hits, seven earned runs. Not great. Not great by the Hound. Not great by the Hound. I mean, it's hard for a team, and I guess you could kind of put it as, like, I know we talk about these fake ninth inning comebacks, stuff like this, but it kind of it starts, the team's starting to show some signs of fight and coming back into games. I know we call it the fake ninth inning comebacks. That's a positive takeaway from that game. It was just so dumb that uh, Brandon Belt comes up to the the plate in the ninth inning goes three pitches, strike, 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 done. Third strike looking to end the game. That's what aggravated me when the tying runs at first base or second base. Sorry. Um, that's just the blue. Jay- it just, uh, 
what what are your thoughts there with Chris Bassett, man? I mean, that was really fucking bad. And when he's bad, yeah. he's bad. His velo was down like a mile per hour across the board, pretty much. So maybe a day he just didn't feel that great and didn't work out well. The yeah, and it who, doesn't. Yeah, a guy who doesn't have the velo to be able to go down miles an hour and still have their best stuff. Um, yeah, he need he needs to be on. If the velo is going to be down, location needs to be perfect. It wasn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't good. Great. It... So chalk that one up to the game. He'd been so good for what a, over a month. Um, happens. It yeah. It happens. Hundred percent. Clearly didn't have his best stuff. Hundred percent. It happens. I mean, yeah, it sucked. And then uh, I know Johnny Pauzet was all the way back. Another guy that we have to give our flowers to the man that deleted his Twitter and posted a sub two ERA after he deleted his Twitter. Anthony Bass is back. <laughs> Anthony Bass is back, Avery. I, I I'm not even joking. He is all the way back. You know, last year when he would locate his, I, I don't know if it's a splitter or like a change up, or I don't know what it is, but he'll just paint the bat, like the bottom left side of the, of the, the zone every time. And it'll just drop in like on, on a bucket. He was doing that. He looked incredible. Two innings pitch, two strikeouts. ZRA is down to 450. I know it was at like six something, two weeks, three weeks ago. Having that guy back is a massive, massive win for the Toronto Blue Jays. He is one because. That's another guy you could just throw to the bullpen now and be like, all right, he's going to give us a zero or he's going to at least carve or just keep us in the game. So he looked he looked back, but I want to talk about this guy. We got to stop giving Adam Simber innings. This guy is fucking terrible. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Adam Simber, JR? Because this guy throws like 82, and when he's getting shelled, it's just like, how is this guy in the major leagues? I know we made a fake injury up for him, and now he comes back and he's even more rat pissed. Like, where do you stand with Adam Simber? I'm just, I think I'm done with anyone who throws under 93. <laughs> I'm done with anyone who throws under 93. Because I'm a big piercing guy, so. That's a good point. That's but a good point. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, Pearson being a, a top arm in the pen is is pretty dangerous for us. A lot um, of people called it, to be honest. I, I said I, 10 saves. That's not happening. But yeah, yeah no, that's that that, that's fun. a make-believe dream. Right uh, there. If he's going to be the eighth inning guy and something happens to our ninth inning guy. If so, facto seems like he'll be our ninth inning guy. Yeah, that's it. And you you mentioned you don't want to take Swanson out of that eighth, seventh inning rule. So I guess that yeah, does make Swanson's the most been, sense. I, I'm fucking around there. Hopefully he, nothing happens. Swanson's been fucking really good. Yeah, Swan, Swanson's yeah, I'm, just... I'm happy with how the bullpen's kind of shaped up. And again, Jimmy's just not. He's in a shit spot right now. Yeah, fuck. Everything's down for him. I'm Like I said, I'm not dialed in on the Twitter stuff, the analytics stuff, but... Jimmy Garcia, I, I I don't know how many more chance like him and Simber. I mean, Jimmy Garcia, you were talking two relievers there. Chris Bassett gives up seven. Anthony Bass gives you a zero, and then you have two relievers come in and just get fucking shelled. Walk the house or not walk the house? Sorry, just give up a shit ton of hard hit baseballs, and you give up two runs, and then your team comes back and scores seven runs, and you lose a game. Um, if Simber and Garcia throw up zeros there, it's a tie game, 7-7 seven, seven, after that ninth inning comeback. I know hypothetical, whatever, all that type of stuff. But, yeah, it's just it, it's frustrating to watch Jimmy Garcia pitch because you could tell he just doesn't have it. His ERA is 647. I, I don't know what you do with this guy. I don't know if he has options. I don't know what you do. Maybe yeah, a fake you. IL stint, maybe. I don't know, like you did with Simber. But he has been absolutely terrible this it's year. It's pretty interesting. What made him so good? is what is making him so bad this year. This is the four-seam fastball. Run value of negative 18 last year, a run value of seven this year. 
thing. Wow. 24 off the fastball. Again, an expected batting average of 224. So seems to be getting a little bit unlucky here. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't, there's not a clear thing to me as a pitch mix change would help. It's just, yeah, to be going poorly for, for Jimmy heaters, man. You hate to see it. You really do. It's like a fallen soldier. Um, it was bad. Tyler Heineman back though. Credit to him. He, hey. he actually, he started the rally. Um, when yeah. they scored two runs, he, uh, lead off yeah. walk. And then they just, they just continue to hit and stuff like this. So nice that game was the first ever guest in gate 14 history back on the birds. It is. It's wild. Actually. It really is the gate 14 difference seeing our guy, the magician back. And he's a fan favorite. Everyone loves Heineman. What, what could you hate about the guy? Nothing. He just knows his role sits back and just does what he does. So, um, yeah, I love, I love, I love, I love me some Tyler Heineman, man. A little O for one, <laughs> O for one, which is the walk. That's it. The Tyler Heineman stat line. And then, um, the insane thing on the, from that game was uh, Kiermaier goes down. Hopefully he's okay, man, because he is a spark plug for this team. And he's having a career year. It sucks to see a guy go down who's having a career year like this. Um, Biggio comes in and launches. <laughs> Biggio hits a home run and then just go proceeds to just go over his next six. <laughs> what 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 the Calvin Biggio difference? But cr- shout out to Biggio for launching. Um, good good for him for that. But yeah, I mean, would you put? Like Simber at the bottom of the totem pole for guys you trust out of the bullpen or Garcia? Simber. Really? Over Garcia? At the bottom. He's Simber way down there for me. Really? Yeah. Simber. I mean, mean, in the situations he gets used in, you usually need swing and miss, and Adam Simber is not really getting you swing and miss. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That was a weird game. I mean, Brandon Belt hitting a single off the wall when his run means nothing, and then trying to go to second and getting thrown out by a million feet. That pissed me <laughs> off. Um, yeah, just the base. It's like I said, we just keep touching on it. The base running is so bad, and it's by veterans. Like, all the base running mistakes this weekend, Kiermaier, Springer, Belt, v- not Vladdy, I guess, technically, Chapman. These are all guys that are vets that know, like, don't, you shouldn't be f- giving out free outs on the base pass. It was weird. It's, it, it's, it's, I don't get it, but let's go into today's game. Jose Barrios, man. Jose fucking Barrios. Sub 2-9 ERA in his last five, six starts. This is a guy that literally was statistically the worst pitcher in baseball last year. Qualified. and Qualified, sorry. Qualified. And now this guy is all the way back. I mean, five and two thirds today, five, five walks, five strikeouts, four hits. The five walks did suck, but he worked around it. Double play balls, um, pop-ups, weak contact. He looks insane. And now he, I think, I don't know if we talked about this last episode. I look forward to a Jose Brio start. I can't believe that's something I'd ever say. He's a guy where it's like, oh, Jose Brios is going this series. We got a chance to win that game. It used to be Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa is just the worst pitcher on base on planet Earth right now. And Jose Barrios has overstepped the big we, dog. We sadly sacrificed one for the other. Yeah. And it makes sense money-wise. <laughs> it makes sense, makes sense money-wise to have the guy that you're paying substantially more than Manoa be good. So it's sacrifice I'm willing to make 10 times out of 10. Because Jose Barrios, his stuff was disgusting today. And obviously a lot of walks, a lot of balls got away from him. But <clears throat> there's pretty good looked like some pretty good defense being played today, too. Yeah. Um Boba Shet made an unreal play today. Um Dalton Varsho 
Um, the TV dive, the TV catch, the TV catch after being on the not Sports Center top ten the day before. He needed that bad voice. He did. He needed that ball in his glove. He back to that. back of him almost catching home runs. Yeah, that was that that's was the baseball bad. god shitting on us though. That's yeah. when it rains a pours esque. That that's game was what happens when we weren't happy enough about the wins. Yeah, that's exactly karma for that. But yeah, Jose Brios all the way back, and another guy that's back. And I saw Josh Goldberg tweet this. Um, George Springer is all the way back, hitting over three hundred. He hit, he hit over three hundred in the month of May. Um, just doing what George Springer does, man. Obviously, I'm hoping he's healthy now, or fully healthy at least. And uh, this is a guy. Let me look. Let me look at his game logs here. Um, yeah, month of May, he's hitting three hundred one, three eighty one on base percentage, four ninety five slugging percentage. This is what you need from your leadoff hitter. I mean, he's on a three-game hitting streak. This series alone, Avery, he had eight hits. He went eight for 12, bro. Eight for 12 this series, George Springer. Brought his average all the way back up to 260. And this is a guy that was at one point hitting 216. Brought it, he, brought his, he brought his numbers up 46 points in one month. That'll play. That'll yeah. play from the guy you pay. Absolutely needed that to happen for this team to get going so happy happy for george obviously and he is he's the one that kind of starts it at the top so when he gets going and he's on base makes scoring runs a whole lot easier yeah no for sure i i love to see george i think kind of how this offense has struggled really is on the weight of vladdy sadly again since he came back from that little knee tweak he's been He's been horrid for his standards. Yes. Or the standards we hold of Vladdy usually. And he seems to come up in every important spot as well. Yes. So it's kind of like, hey, this team could probably have 10 more runs over the last week if Vladdy was himself. So, again, you you win a series with arguably your best hitter struggling. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That That's another positive sign. We're, we're a bunch of positives here. Um. Yeah, George Springer being back and then just he, just seeing a a guy that everyone loves. Everyone loves George Springer. Just seeing him have success and just smile again and not be miserable or just always look like he's hurt fouling balls off his legs. <laughs> it's cool to see. It's cool to see a guy like George Springer back. So, shout out to our shout out to the legend George Springer, but um Matt Chapman, I mean, again, what did it cost? It costed Matt Chapman being quite literally one of the worst hitters I've ever seen in the month of May. He has been terrible. Where are you at, Jerry? Are you a chat? Are you are you in on the Chapman boat, or are you just seeing this guy just decreases his worth every single time he steps up to the plate? I mean, he, we all saw this coming at some point, just based off like his career history. I mean, he was the hottest hitter alive, start the year, MVP candidate. Um, but I mean, you just hope that he can. the The big deciding point is, is can he rebound? Like this is going to be the big, the big deciding point here on like can he become? Because like, I mean, he if he can be like a decent, like in the sense like over two sixty six hitter for the Jays all year. Like, I mean, that's huge for the team. So, I think this is like a crucial part. And can he rebound? Because like we obviously know what he's capable of, and he's down bad. And how long is he going to be down this bad? But. I mean, his worth, what we talked about was, I mean, I think it's going to go way down. But, I mean, we were talking about a guy who was going to get 
a lot of money um, who can play that type of defense and put up those numbers. But I think it's going to be crucial here on if he can rebound and if the he thing, can get back in a good spot. The thing that sucks is when he's struggling, he looks so bad. He's late yeah. on 90. Like he was late on 91 today, three times, just cock shot 91, not even remotely in the same stratosphere of it. His swing gets really long when he's struggling. So it's not great to watch. It really isn't great to watch. But again, though, Going back to what we were talking about, and another guy that I want to talk about, obviously, is Alejandro Kirk. He is all the way back as well. <laughs> um, that guy is raking the gate 14 bump. Uh, but again, what did it cost? Brandon Belt sucks again. We just, it just, you keep trading. It's like a little trading card game. It's like, oh, Kirk's back, but Brandon Belt's ass again. Springer's good, but Matt Chapman sucks. That's just, that's, that's, that's Blue Jays' ball. That's ball, folks. Like my boy YJ's. That smells like we're going to be better soon as a team if half of the people are doing well and half the team's shitty maybe it'll be nice when they all find their stride together for sure all oh, that'll be oh i can't wait for that to happen that's going to be incredible but uh yeah obviously again from that bullpen again jordan romano another guy that's all the way back he already has 12 saves holy shit well he was what at a- like eight probably a month ago yeah what about our guy though uh silver fox trevor richards little <laughs> one inning three punchies today keep the change i can't believe he got good <laughs> i can't i legitimately cannot believe it he's the last guy on the planet that if you told me to start of the year it's like this is going to be a pretty decently big guy out of the toronto blue jays bullpen i'd say shut the fuck up shut <laughs> up he sucks he's so he looks good i he's the silver fox he's mm-hmm. one do you think he talks in the locker room? There's no chance he has, like, I don't know if he has friends, but there's just no chance that, <laughs> like, there's just no chance. Let, let, let's do a scenario here. There's no chance that him and Dalton Varsho have said a word to each other. No, right? no, no, no. They seem the most likely to hang out of. No, no, no dude. On. Yes, yes, yes. Do you, yes. Okay, here, okay, switch, change of pace. Do you think him and Boba Shed have ever had a conversation? There you go. No. <laughs> been on the same team for three years but was like i've never talked to that crazy motherfucker <laughs> i've never talked to that dude in three yeah. years like, like tim Mesa and vladdy have never exchanged words never even cross paths do you think they even high five in the post game uh <laughs> no maybe that they're forced to do that <laughs> like let's okay let's go we'll all go round table here who is two guys and maybe you just had that who's two guys that you could that you can guarantee have never chatted on the Toronto Blue Jays. JR, you could start. Oh man. Um oh, this is such a good question. Um I'm gonna go with Kirk. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kirk and uh Trevor Richards. Never. Well, no, you can't do catcher yeah, pitcher though. It sucks. Because... It has to be like different. Yeah, you're... yeah, I got one. I got one. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. You say Kikuchi and Kevin Biggio have never exchanged <laughs> words. <laughs> no chance. No way. No. But we've heard. I don't know because I've heard we've heard that Kikuchi is pretty like outgoing. And but Kevin Biggio doesn't not, see. Though. Yeah, that's true. I. Do rag boy. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go with one. I'm going to one up you, JR. Kirk. <laughs> I didn't even make it up even say this. Kirk and Brandon Belt have never had a conversation in the entire existence of the Toronto Blue Jays. There that is an awkward conversation. There is no way in hell Alejandro Kirk and Brandon Belt have had over a two word conversation ever. There's no way. 
Now I'll let you go, Jared. What is your random duo that okay. I've never talked? I actually I don't know how that got to my head. I I completely forgot that they were a catcher pitcher duo. Like yeah. that was that was on me. But I do like the Kirk. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with. Oh my god, I feel like there's so many good ones that I'm like blanking almost because I feel like there's someone that like I need to. I'm gonna go with. Okay, you're bad at thinking this. Everyone else, go one more time and come back. I'll I'll give. Okay, I'm gonna give you one player, then you just give me another. Um, Kevin Kiermaier and Jimmy Garcia have never talked. That's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There it's (laughs) endless opportunities. Um, yeah. There's endless opportunities for the end of the show, Jerry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) You're bad. Critical. Um. Oh, not, that was just critical on thinking. the spot. Yeah, on the spot's not your thing. Yeah, you're not you're not on the spot critical thinker. I don't know <laughs> if that's the right word, but yeah, that yeah. So, anyways, Jays won again today, right? Like I said, um, won the series. The bullpen absolutely lights out. Just the big three, the three headed monster: Trevor Richards, <clears throat> Trevor Richards, Anthony Bass, or, uh, or Trevor Richards, Eric Swanson, Jordan Romano. The big three. You love to see it. Obviously, positive strides with this bullpen. Besides the Simber and. Garcia stuff, obviously, but yeah, um, let's go into the series this week. And I said, no, let's, pro- let's, let's do some questions first. New segment oh, alert, oh. new segment alert from the discord. New segment. Alert. These are going to make the episodes a little bit longer. I know okay. people ask, well, there's one person who gets mad every single episode that they're not longer. <laughs> so who gets to mad? Memes. Kirk, Kirk memes. memes. Shout Me- out memes. Oh, memes. <laughs> So, so sorry yeah. to Kirk memes that the episodes aren't longer. Um, happy birthday to you and glad that Kirk's figured things out. So I won't say yeah. who this is, but if you join the discord, um, I'll before every episode, I'm going to put in there. Hey, we're recording soon. Drop some questions if you want to mm-hmm. hear them. Uh, first one, at what point did you guys realize that this season just isn't the season for them uh, to get over the hump? I will never do that until they are. I will never do that until they are mathematically out of a playoff spot. Come on. That's agreed. That's- we can't answer that. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Would you throw the bag at Otani this offseason and you have him with Bo and Vlad, but you lose both of them in two years? Or would you sign Bo and Vlad to super contracts and make them Jays for life? Jays for life. I'd probably financially there's just no uh, way we can make all that. Yeah. Happen. There's just no way we can make that happen. But <laughs> I'd probably do the two years. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't sign them after that. No, you lose. Okay, you lose them, but you don't lose Otani. Yeah. Okay. That would fucking rule. I do it. That would rule. Being able to watch Otani on a good baseball team would be sick. Yeah. Not the cat shit angels. What's the next one? Okay. This is one John's going to have to go into. Um, What started Gate 14? He wants to know a little history of the podcast. Strap it on. Listen. Um, This is for some people, new listeners. I guess they wouldn't know. Yeah, I guess the listeners from like the early episodes might know this. So, um, yeah, so I was doing obviously a fishing official and uh, JR and Avery um, or yeah, they, we followed each other. We're obviously mutual friends and stuff like that. And uh, I knew J- I knew Avery was in the content game. So I knew he knew how to manage his stuff and do all this type of stuff. So uh, I I just do you, do you remember what really started it. What? So there was an owner's box TikTok of me, JR. We did a fancy baseball yes. show. Yes. And one of the clips from our show was I said Charlie Montoya was the worst manager in baseball. I don't, and it went on TikTok 
on the account and Johnny's officially unofficial podcast commented something along the lines of like, he totally agreed um, that we should definitely do something. And then Daniel Hardy commented under your saying, you guys need to do something together. And then crazy. I, I, it's giving me chill. Like, yeah, that's, I, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what happened. And then we, so we're I, supposed to do something together. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what we're supposed to do together, but it kind of got pushed back. But, um, and then what happened after that was I just like being a massive Jays fan. Obviously, I'm a psychopathic Jays. Everyone knows I'm a psycho Jays fan. If you watch the fucking Basement Boy videos, <laughs> I was just like, there's just no relatable Jays content out there. I, I just couldn't find it. I was tired of watching like Sportsnet Central or Blair and Barker. No offense to them, obviously, but I just couldn't find stuff that was relatable to guys our age or just the common fan that doesn't really care about grown men just complaining about stuff like relatable spit and chicklets type of stuff. So um i reached out to avery and i was like hey man like you're good with this stuff let's start a podcast like i started jay's podcast i have the guests i know a decent amount of people around the league and they're, they're willing to help out and stuff like that i know jano bass i know all these guys so let's start something up here we kind of pushed it back a little bit i think our first episode was after or the day before the first series which is wild just didn't even do spring training none of that stuff um he sent me some mock-ups for the logos we started it and then we did this jersey giveaway that got us to like 400 followers on Instagram, I want to say, which kind of propelled it. And then it just kept rapidly, rapidly growing. And Avery kind of got me into the TikTok stuff. I didn't really care for it. I didn't really know the extent of it. And our TikTok just started blowing up. And uh, that's what kind of started. I mean, just me, I reached out to Avery. Um, the DM, I think I tweeted it. If you want to just search my name with the DM heard around the world, I think that was the caption. <laughs> but um, yeah, we just kind of did that. Shot the shit. The first couple episodes uh it is hilarious how few people listen to him yeah like look at how many we get now obviously like in the like a decent amount like obviously a way above like bunch of thousands of people will listen to this yeah like we got a couple thousand people listening to to us every like two times a week for the podcast and on youtube and stuff like that and back then i was fired up for like 150 i was like holy shit dude um yeah, it's 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 been a wild ride. So yeah, that was the kind of the start of it. It's just a, a DM or like a TikTok comment, which led to a DM, and then uh, just not really having a direction on where we were gonna go. It was an unorganized podcast. I know, I, obviously, a lot of our podcasts are, but <laughs> that was the first time we ever talked, like face to face. Actually, had a conversation was that podcast. Yeah, which is was- wild looking back on it. To be honest, I I can't believe we just never had a conversation before that. I didn't even know who Jr. was. I don't think I followed Jr. You didn't. Yeah, I was like, I'm bringing another guy on with me. By the way, yeah, Jr. wanted me. So we wanted to do. We were doing a fantasy baseball show called Skippers that was big on YouTube for fantasy baseball space, like one of the biggest ones on YouTube. Um, and we wanted to get Johnny on. I forget what we wanted to do. It was going to be something. It was stu- like a. It was like a something combine. stupid, but it was going to be. Funny. We we're going to do yeah. a combine. We we're going to okay, do. Yeah. The- it was going to be funny. Yeah. And Jer wanted me to call call you so bad. <laughs> it's just who the type of guy Jer is. He's like call. Him, I was like him. just call him. And this maybe was an argument for like two and a half weeks. And Abe's <laughs> like, ah, oh, just message him. And I was like, why don't we just hop on a call and see what we want to do? So Jared's the and business was, guy. I'm just, I'll fucking yeah. text him. And it turns out that Johnny probably would have loved hopping on a call. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. No, but yeah, that's what kind of started. And that just kind of shows you like not to be like cheesy and stuff like that. Just things being meant to be. Like just that TikTok comment, Hardy have, being our mutual friend, just like saying you guys should do stuff together. Shout out D Hardy. Um, 
yeah it's 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 been it's been a insane. fun fun wild ride yeah and then the first time we met was with the no ac in the car no heat in the car <laughs> dro- me driving to toronto without being able to see out the front windshield it's just everything just come coming along and coming together so um yeah that's kind of how we started for the people for the new listeners out there i know there's a pretty decent amount of them that are just kind of tagging along now a little bit late but yeah that's that's where we uh that's where Our we start relationship started all right um this is from rocco yeah, how would okay. each of you describe your relationship with the content game i'm fucking it um <laughs> i'm married to the content game man obviously if you could tell i live and die by it if you follow me on Twitter, that's all I think about every day is the Toronto Blue Jays. And I get severely depressed when they're not doing good because obviously it's like we put so many hours into this that it's like it aggravates me. Yeah, I'm fucking the content game. Me and the content game be fucking. But like, you know, if you're like, if you're fucking someone, there's some things like probably going wrong too. What are your what are your gripes with the content game? I would say not to get personal is uh, a lot of the times in my mind, I try to please everyone. And that's what kind of kills me is me trying to make everyone like us and make everyone love me and love the podcast. And that's just such a non, not a sustainable way to live. Yeah, and soon that as, what I, as soon as we get bigger, the more people are going to fucking hate it. Yeah. It, and that's what I have to start to realize. Um, I think I'm doing better with it than I was before. Like mud boy last year was really bad when we were like <laughs> elevating like crazy. And I would just fight everyone. Now I'm kind of just letting the comments go. And if I want to say something funny back to someone, I'll just say it. But um, yeah, I would say I'm married. I'm fucking the podcast game married to it too. I would say it's uh yeah. We're, we're, yeah. It's like a 20 year relationship. Where, 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 where would you say Avery? What would you say your relationship is with the content game? Um, we're pretty healthy right now. So like I pretty much just doing the content game full time because I do it for work and I do it here. I kind of hate the content game that I've gotten into for work from the fancy baseball space because they don't give a fuck about me. No, they there could be no face on the videos as long as there is information that they can use to be better. So I kind of. And then the owner's box TikTok stuff, the trivia, I fucking love that stuff. Like being able to to be a little bit different, be creative. I being creative, I think, is something that I'm good at, and being able to come up with ideas, I love doing that. And then people just call me an idiot. I fucking hate that. It's like, how do you not know sports? You're a fucking idiot if you think I don't know anything. We had a full Jeopardy trivia video of NBA Finals. I don't know shit about the NBA. It's like, how do you guys have a channel you don't know sports? That's okay, just we, that's just the click answered though. three quarters of the questions right. Like I, I'm excited I for JR's idiots, answer. Idiots always just like kind of ruin it for you, but I have I enjoy doing it. I'm excited for JR's answer. JR, what 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 would you describe? Someone who's pretty much out of the content. Yeah, game. you like yeah. you guys are just went on a date and never talked again. You guys are it's, on and off. Yeah, it's it's like a bad divorce. <laughs> <laughs> it's my relationship with content. Content's hard. You got to commit. It's like Johnny yeah. says, he puts a lot of hours into it, which you got to give his flowers. But now I take it more from a more of a strategic back end. <laughs> yeah, more mine with my job right now. So me and the content. No, it's, it's, I mean, if everyone thought doing content was so easy, they'd do it, right? Yeah, it's it's, just... it's it's really a commitment. You can't really uh, you can't really have it both ways. And you need to you be like, commit or you don't. You need to be like ready to be made fun of. 
Yeah. Like it's Yeah, you gotta take the quiz. For sure. There's always gonna be haters out Taking there. Taking yourself sure. too seriously is tough when you try and do that type yeah. of stuff. So anyone who's trying to start a podcast just start, or just wants do, to do it. something. We'll you give you a like. Yeah, you <laughs> Maybe not Johnny. Yeah, you can't win a bet well. sitting on the sidelines. So fucking just for sure. It. Yeah. So do you you strap it up? Yeah, let's go into the weekend preview. So or the series preview, sorry. I'm excited to watch the Brewers play at the Rogers Center. I kinda wanna go to a game. Um it's I don't think it, I've ever isn't it in Milwaukee? No, it's no. here. I don't think oh. I've ever seen the Brewers live before. Now that I think about it. But um I kinda wanna go to Yusei Kikuchi Day on Tuesday. We'll figure something out for that. Um so the problem pitchers Tuesday, Kikuchi Hauser, Manoa versus Julio Tehran. Oh my God, that game is going to be terrible. <laughs> Kevin Gossman versus Freddie Peralta. And this is what I talked about on the weekend, Avery. This is a pitching mismatch for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, you got Yusei Kuchi, who's been decent. Manoa, who's been trash. And Kevin Gossman, who's been really, really good. One of the best in the game. Um, and they miss Corbin Burns. I'm going to say Jays to go 2-1 and one again. It's I'm going to say they get... Future Blue Jay Corbin Burns won't strap it up at his... Wish he could. Ooh. Future Shenye coming with the shots. Julio yeah, Tehran. Um... I mean, <laughs> the last time you have baseball savant information from Julio Tehran was 2020. Really? Yeah. So what is he doing? Is he making a spot start? No, he pitched. He started a game, five innings, five strikeouts um, <laughs> against the Giants. Yeah. Still kicking five it innings, around. One earned run. Still kicking that run. That game is the total for that game for the betters out there is going to be 12 and a half. There's going to be a million runs that game. He's made There's... two major league appearances since 2020. And, and yep, the Blue Jays will lose to him. Yep. You know damn well they're going to lose that game. I'm saying 2 1. Where are you at, JR? I like 2 1. I like 2 1 a lot. I'll, uh, I'd be really happy with 2 1. Someone say sweet. Someone, someone have the balls to say no, fucking no. sweet. Alec Manoa's pitching. You can't say sweet. Yeah, it's guaranteed. L. Two and one. Two and one. All right, yeah, two and one with this series. I'm going to say Kikuchi figures it out a little bit. I know the Brewers aren't that great offensively. No, but, uh, they're dog shit against left-handed pitching. Yeah, so that's a bounce back spot right there. And Adrian Hauser, I don't think. I think. I mean, ZRA is like two six. I think or two eight. I don't know what it is. Something like that. Um, I just am not excited to watch Manoa again. I just, it's so bad to watch. He gets hit so hard, and when he's not, he's walking the house, hitting guys. No aura, as they say, on the mound with that guy. But I'm excited to see Kevin Gossman against the, like a, a not a great lineup. I This is going to be awesome. I love watching teams that haven't been here. Like, I love going to that Brave series. I, I went to a game there on the Saturday. Yeah. I love going to this, watch the Brewers. I don't think I've ever seen the Brewers live. Maybe when I was a kid with my, uh, with my pops and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. I, this is going to be cool to see Christian Christian Yelich live. Um, you see the Willie be... Adamas injury? Oh yeah, uh, foul ball into the dugout. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that sucked. Um, yeah, I'm going to say two one, and uh, let's let's just keep the ball rolling and win series, man. A sweep here would be fucking awesome, but I don't know, man. That Tuesday who's, game. Uh, is... Who's after the Brew Crew? The Mets. Oh fuck. Another team that's oh, been scuffling though. The Mets have been ass, dude. Are we gonna do? Are you gonna send the? I've tried. I've DM. He gets a million DMs a day now. He's way bigger than when I had him on the first time. So it, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. He, that's the thing of Frank. We talked about. I it. feel he said Frank on the thing. Fleming reads every DM he's ever gotten. I can dude, try. You got. I, you seen that that scene where the 
or the OnlyFans model was like I DM'd you and he's like I get way too many DMs. Yeah, oh, that's what maybe I'm saying. he I, doesn't then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could try. I mean, I'll try again. I, I don't think he's gonna come on. I don't know. We'll see. That, yeah. That'll be tough. It would All be right. nice to just get a statement from him. At yeah, least. for sure, for <laughs> sure. We'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see with that. But uh, let's win the series, man. Let's win the series this weekend. Let's beat an NL team again. Let's go Braves on their ass, huh? Let's sweep them. What's stopping us? Hopefully Manoa bounce back. We'll be streaming. I don't know what game I'm going to be going to, but I definitely am going to be going to a game. I do want to see the Brewers live. Um, love you guys. Any last words? It's good to have the gang back together, man. It's really good to have the gang back together. JR, any last words for the people from Cali? Because I don't know if you're going to be on Thursday, right? So, Oh, you definitely boys. will be because the game's going to be done at 10. So, yeah, you'll definitely. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Let's get it, boys. Avery, any last words? No. Love you guys. Go Birds. <laughs>